Hey everybody, my name's Colton Dury, and I'm here with my wife, Brittany Dury, and we wanted to welcome you to our podcast called The Bible Study. Each segment will be different on our podcast, but not every segment will be covering Bible study material. Every topic we cover in our segments will be rooted in biblical truth, ranging from conversation on biblical topics and values, to teaching Bible studies that you can share. We wanted to thank you for tuning in today, and we pray that God's Word will reach you wherever you are. So stay tuned in for more of the Bible study. Welcome back. It's Colton here, and we've been covering the five-part Bible study called The Gospel. Today, we'll be going over baptism. On our previous segments, we've covered sin, covering the fall of man and the dead of humankind, Jesus, which covered who Jesus is and why he matters to salvation. My wife then covered the section of repentance. What we gathered from that is turning back to God, and today we'll be going over baptism. Um, This is going to cover the importance of baptism in the name of Jesus. Now this is a very fun but important lesson. I pray that God would speak to you through his word as we look into the baptismal formula that God has laid out for us. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, In the book of Colossians chapter 2 verses 12 it says, Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead, We see here in Colossians that uh, baptism is death to your sin. It's your funeral. It's God washing you clean of all things, and you've said and done that were against God. Baptism is the old man being buried alongside with Jesus into his death. I love what this section is saying. It's very symbolic, and it's very exciting for the believer. Um, It's saying that since Jesus died, we can also die in the likeness of his death. Um, And through that, we are buried with him, um, and we're going to cover in future lessons how we can also rise with him um, as he is risen. But going on, it talks about the holiness of God demanded that he separate himself from the sinful nature of humanity. You see, Adam and Eve, in the very beginning, were able to walk and talk with God in the garden, but it was only because they had no sin. Once they decided to go against God and eat the forbidden fruit, They were kicked out of God's presence. This kind of separation from God means death, physically, spiritually, and eternally. So God's law, the Bible, requires death as the penalty for sinners. I'm working on a lesson for the adult class this Sunday, and the title of this lesson is A God of Justice. In this lesson, we're looking at the tribe of Judah and Israel in the book of Micah and Isaiah. To sum up the story, uh, God has drawn a line Through his law, that line has been crossed by the actions, and afterwards we see judgment. You may be asking, Colton, what does this have to do anything with baptism in our lesson today? Baptism is the way that Jesus covers our sin. The symbolism in this is when Jesus died, he died for our sins. So when we are baptized in the water, we are buried alongside Jesus, and his blood covers all of our sins. This is important because God does not excuse our sins, but he has paid the price through the innocence of Jesus Christ. We're going to take a look at the book of Romans, chapter 6, verses 3 through 7. It says, Or you do not know that as many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ into his death, therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so also should walk in the newness of life. 
For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. I touched on this earlier, um, but if we look at this scripture again, it says when we're baptized, we're baptized into his death. And just as Jesus died and rose again, was raised from the dead, we should also walk in the newness of life, knowing our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with and no longer have to be slaves of sin, for he has freed us from sin. I'm thankful for baptism and that Jesus provides this for us. So we're going to talk about water baptism by immersion. The word baptism comes from the Greek word babto, which means to cleanse by dipping or submerging, to wash, to make clean with water. Baptizing in water preserves the significance of baptism as burial. Taking a look back at the historical significance of the Greek word babto that is used in this verse, we see that when they would use this word, it would mean to fully submerse by dipping, to wash, to make clean with water. Being married to a wife that is a history buff, that absolutely loves history, it's pulled me into looking at the history of the Bible and some of the words and what they mean and why they did the things that they did. So we're going to look into the word, the Greek word, babto. This word is used in how we are to be baptized in the Bible, so I think it's important to look at uh, the origins of the word and what it means to us today. As stated before, it means by dipping or submerging, to wash, to make clean with water. So taking a look back at history, when they would make colored clothes. Nowadays, we have machines, factories to do these jobs for us. Back in the old days, it was a bit more archaic. When they were to make colored clothes, they would have a designated bucket. They would put dye, whether it be red, blue, whatever the desired color, for the article of clothing, being shirt or pants, they would then continue to dip that shirt or pants in that bucket with the dye in it. Now, when they would dip those shirts and pants into the bucket, they would use the word, the Greek word, babto, and they would fully submerse it. They didn't want a half red and a half white shirt, but they wanted to fully submerse it into the color so the shirt would all be one color. So, the reason we make the distinction in baptism by immersion is because Jesus emphatically states in his word that we are to be fully submersed in the water, and we see this in the Greek word, bapto. So, moving along in water baptism by immersion, we're going to look at the name that is to be called over us when we're baptized, and that is the name of Jesus. We can pick up in our lesson books on the title, Baptism Must Be Accompanied by an Oral Invocation of the Name of Jesus. In the book of Acts 22:16, it says, And now, why tarriest thou, arise and be baptized, and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord? Why do we have to say the name of Jesus in baptism? There is power in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus represents the blood of Jesus Christ that washes away our sins. By saying the name of Jesus, the blood is applied at baptism to the person being baptized. 
The power of what Jesus did on the cross is conquering death. That is applied to our lives when we are baptized into his name. Without the name of Jesus, baptism has no power. Baptism cannot wash away any sins without Jesus. In order for that to happen, the blood of Jesus must be applied. And I constantly say, the name of Jesus is the only saving name. In the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verse 17, it says this, And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord. In the Bible, the apostles taught that the power of God was exercised through the name of Jesus. The apostles used the name of Jesus when they were praying for God to meet a need such as physical healing in someone's body. Imagine this, you have faith in Jesus Christ and truly believe he holds the power over sin. Then in a single moment, the old you, the sinful you, the part of you that has no fellowship with God can be buried forever. Taking a look at the book of Mark, chapter 16, verses 16, it says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. I think it's important to look at this call to be baptized. I believe it's important to say that Jesus Christ is my Savior. I believe that it's important to say I believe in Jesus. I emphatically state that he is Lord of my life. But it says here, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. God washes all our sins, big or small, buries them forever. He takes our sins so far away that we are never again associated with them. You get rid of the old you and become a new person who lives to please God. To end this segment of baptism, I pray that you read these scriptures, you study them yourself, and realize the importance of immersion, and in the name of Jesus we are to be baptized. Before I sign off, I just want to take a look at Romans one more time, 6, chapters 3 through 7. It says that we're baptized with Jesus into his death, and in the same thing of him being dead and rising up, we are to do the same thing in baptism, so we are no longer to be dead to our sin, but that sin is dead with our old man which was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, and that we should no longer be slaves of it. For he who has died has been freed from sin. We wanted to thank you for tuning in to the Bible Study Podcast. As you continue to tune in with us, I encourage you to study God's Word yourself. If you have any topics that you would like to learn more about or any questions about a previous segment, feel free to reach out via email at brittdury at gmail.com. B-R-I-T-T d-u-r-r-e at gmail.com. We pray you have a blessed day in Jesus' name.